and welcome to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Seibert Radio, or you can email me at MikeSeibertRadio at gmail.com. Got a few things for you this week, including some thoughts on Atomic Blonde, the new trailer for the Death Wish reboot dropped, and I've got the new summer single from Seattle nerd rockers, Kirby Crackle. But first... Housekeeping... Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping? Not now. Housekeeping? Go away. I come in anyway? No, go away. I come in anyway. Oh my god! I said no! Okay, I clean? No, get out of here! Okay, enough of that. Alright, so uh, if you happen to be listening on Stitcher, Google Play Music, or iTunes, and are expecting the latest podcast from the Monday Project radio show... I apologize. This isn't that. You can, however, catch The Monday Project every Monday night live from 7 to 10 Pacific Time, streaming online at KGRG.com and on the go using iHeart, TuneIn, and the KGRG-FM app, and on the air at KGRG 89.9 FM, broadcasting from Green River College. So, here's the deal. My uh, my protégés, my students, uh, my graduated students, I guess you would call them, um, Elijah and Desmond, are in charge of that show now, and I definitely recommend you check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, but as for me, I've uh, I've graduated from the broadcast journalism program over at Green River, and I need to move on and focus on other challenges. Anyhow, Elijah and I are both in the process of fixing up the feeds so that you'll be able to hear their shows once he starts loading them, as, um, as well as the new stuff that I'm doing here. So there you go. Coming up, we're talking Atomic Blonde and more right after the break. This is Mike Seibert Radio. Hey, who likes Wild Dog? Who let the dog sound? Who, 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 who let the dog sound? No, 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 no. I'm taking this podcast seriously. There's no way that song will appear anywhere in the show or even the ads. I'm doing this right. I'm FKA Jason from the Silver and Gold Podcast at SNGPod.com. I'm here to tell you about a special podcast I've been working on. Wild Pod, a wild dog podcast, is a series covering the DC Comics character that is sort of their answer to the Punisher, Wild Dog. I'll be covering all appearances of the character in all forms of media. What began as a little mini-series about one of my favorite non-mort DC characters has become a regular ongoing podcast that I love and have no plans to end anytime soon. You can listen at SNGPod.com or on iTunes, Shout Engine, or Stitcher. Born to be wild. Born to be wild. Hey. 
every Monday night on KGRG. It's all about having fun on the radio, just like we did during our 100th episode. Okay. Look, look what it did for Wild Dogs. Actually, I... on Green Arrow now. <laughs> you know, before of, because of that hour and a half long air break about Wild Dog. <laughs> now he's on Arrow. That was the catalyst. Right before that, we didn't even know if Wild Dog was a real character. <laughs> Listen every week starting at 7 p.m. on KGRG 89.9 FM. Do you like podcasts? Do you like listening to podcasts? Do you have ears? Do you like Justin and Chrissy? The That's our names. I know. We have a podcast. It's called So I Married a Movie Geek. Check out this clip where we talk Star Wars sex. No! This is, I don't know how to explain this articulately, but the, what quote unquote gives me lady boners as far as this goes is not a person and not like, especially not like a guy where, you know, like hair support or, or Luke or, you know, even if I swung the other way and said, Ooh, Leia. What do you want? Two Ewoks like stacked on top of each other. I mean. Little double Ewoks. If I, if, if I were going to go that route, I would just go for Chewbacca. Like, why do I need two stacked on top of each other and I can have Chewbacca? So you like movies? Do you like good times? Check us out. We're So I Married a Movie Geek at Movie Geekcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, all those other things. We'll see you at the movies. WTF. The Nerdist, Rooster Teeth, Adam Carolla, Serial. You, you listen to podcasts, want to do one and not completely suck at it? I'm Charlie Harger. I teach digital radio. You'll have a podcast in your own radio show. Think of it as a podcasting boot camp. So sign up now. Journalism 120 meets twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Podcasting your own show. Journalism 120 here at Green River College. Well, I suppose that could have been worse. And if you have a podcast or radio show that you'd like to promote, send your MP3 to MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. So my wife and I went to the movies recently and saw Atomic Blonde. Afterward, we decided to throw down for some happy hour, ate way too much fried food, Oh man, so much fried food. And uh, and we talked about the movie. Um, we do get into some spoilers though, so if you haven't seen Atomic Blonde yet or don't want stuff spoiled, jump to the time code in the show notes. Or don't. I, I can't control what you do. Anyhow, here's a new segment called After the Movie with Mr. and Mrs. Mad. I know, it still needs work. It's new. Very fancy. Very fancy. I'm sure the audio is total shit, but whatever. So what'd you think of the movie? Mm. <laughs> a good twist at the end. Yeah. Um, it was good for a while, but also kind of long, too. Yeah. It- got kind of slow in spots. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised. Like, I could take a nap, yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder if we were just tired or... Possibly. Because he just had a, you know, massage and stuff, so... A nice, relaxing massage. <laughs> but yeah, no, I liked it. Um, I, I don't feel the motivation to go run out and watch it again. But it's I, good action. I mean, they did. Um, they spent some good money on the explosions and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, yeah, a little slow. 
What did you think of her, uh, Charlie Theron? I like her. Yeah. Um, no, I like her. She's always good, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, just funny how, I don't know if I can name a movie where I've seen so much of her. Yeah. And then for her to go to the other side. How do you mean? Just the sex scenes with the girl. Oh, girl. yeah, 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 yeah. So that was... Um, yeah. I mean, you saw it in the previous, but sure. still, it's just kind of... Yeah. But yeah, some uh, bold choices there. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I wasn't expecting the level of nudity. I really wasn't. Um, and and I mean, it's interesting because she's done stuff like that before, but yeah, I don't know. It was. I I, I guess I just wasn't expecting it. Right. I wasn't expecting it from the other gal either. It's just like whoa. Okay, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think maybe I've we've just watched too many PG thirteen action movies recently. It's kinda it was kinda nice to see something that was like really rated R. <laughs> but I But I still always have to laugh at like for the rated R portion of it or to see the female body, you still never see the male's body. They mm-hmm. still never show the full frontal, but they're okay showing the female. You see that in a lot of dramas, like like um, yeah, like I mean, you, you'll you'll see some frontal male sometimes in like dramas and stuff, or or in comedies. You know, you, you we've seen that a few times, but yeah, but, and I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but I I don't I don't need to see a whole lot of. Swinging dick. Well, no, of course you don't. But yeah. I don't seem to see, see a lot of tits, so like. Don't you though? <laughs> no, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So so it's more the perspective of equal time then. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. But to that point, I mean, I think, I mean, um, at, at the very beginning of the movie, I think that the the way the nudity was portrayed was not so much for, like, a sensationalistic, you know, titillation type thing. I mean, there was plenty of that later, but, and, and again, that's why I say the nudity surprised me, because I thought, like, there would be that thing where, like, she was in the tub, and you see stuff, but it's not like, hey, look at all this. Right. And it, it was really just kind of portrayed how the, the character was just, you know... Uh, naked, for lack of a better term, right. just like you know, this is what we're doing. But, but yeah, no, I mean, again, huge surprise. I, I, I did not expect that. Oh no, it's funny. The first scene, the first fight scene, per se, with the rope and everything, mm. almost that way. The previous one, I was almost expecting that in the middle of the movie, not at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, they they got that off quick and completely different from the way that it's portrayed in the trailers too. Because um, the the music is different. Yeah. You know, you have the, the George Michael song. Yeah. Um, the thing that I thought, and it was it was interesting. Um, at the very end, I thought like at the end of like the interrogation scene, I thought that was the end of the movie. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's this whole thing. Was, I want to see the thing where she gets like the the gun out of the ice, and I'm like, where's that? When's that gonna happen? 
But um, so yeah, it's for I mean, because I mean, you see that in movie trailers sometimes where there's stuff that just is not in the movie. Yeah, it's been bad. Yeah, yeah. Movie. It, it's funny because you know, like they're so quick to get these trailers out. And the movie isn't even done and edited. I mean, like, um, in uh, Rogue One, for example, there's all kinds of crap in that trailer that's not in the movie. Well, it'll make you wonder with, uh, with the next Star Wars how much Carrie Fisher will be in it. Oh, my God. Or not. Or did they have to rewrite it a little bit to kill her off? Or yeah. Well, and it's, it's my understanding that she was completely done with Episode Eight. All, you know, filming had finished, like, long before um, she even got sick. Um, but it's also been confirmed that she will not be in episode nine, like, at all. So, yeah, I agree with you. It'll be very interesting to see how that's portrayed. Yeah. But, oh, man, I got the feels watching that that thing. Because I think, I think however they put that together, they knew, like, oh, this is what's going to trigger. Like, I mean, like, the very last thing before the title comes up, she comes out and says, it's, it's about family. And, I mean, I found myself a little heartbroken every time they showed, like, her and Mark Hamill together. And I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, how exciting. <laughs> they are exciting. Yes. <laughs> so it comes out in waves. That's pretty dope. What do you think of the music? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are we doing? It's kind of interesting because uh, Get some clean part of me song. kept forgetting that this was taken in the 80s. Oh, okay. Uh, but the music kept you there. Yeah. And the props and everything. I mean, it all kept you there, but it was hard to remember. Oh, yeah, that's going on in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's it's interesting between, like, you know, we saw Baby Driver earlier mm-hmm. and, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. I, it's, I, I, think, I think soundtrack movies are kind of bad. I, th- I think that's kind of a thing now. Yeah, that Guardians first one was, so... Um, but again, you and I didn't like it like everybody else did. So. Oh, you mean the new one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So I, I guess maybe the better example would be Baby Driver. No, but see, and even then, though, because like with that, the here, um, here I don't think the the music actually tells the story like it does in those other movies. But but it it made me think of like say like Footloose or Top Gun. Or something like that, where where music is a strong component of it, but it's not necessarily specifically telling the story of the movie. Mm. Yeah, I guess comparing it to like Top Gun, I can't tell you, but like the footloose, most of the songs had to go with the scenes that they were playing. Where this one is, this is good. Because it's not like somebody has their headset on listening to the music. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did like though how they how they messed with the the sound like you know it's like it's it, it's the car radio and like or even like you know like when the windows get shot out you can hear the the music better and I, th- I thought that was really cool. I still think it's weird though that they um they're giving away those classes. I mean they're cool. Well, and it's funny because like I was I was wearing them earlier. So I was great. I mean, they're they're comfy. Mm-hmm. And they look kind of. I'm like I was I was looking at myself in the in the rearview mirror. I was no like, 
<laughs> I don't want to surprise. Next, you'd be surprised to find that, like, I would snap a selfie or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I was really surprised because it's like, I don't know, they, they fit nice, they look halfway okay. It's like, oh man, I actually kind of hang with these. Cracked me up though that the lady at the register didn't know. She's like, oh, well, it's XD. XD. <laughs> so yeah, we could probably do one row closer. So yeah, I kept going up and I'm like, oh, oh my god. Yeah, you could have done G. Yeah, yeah, so we'll just have to remember that. But yeah, there was, I think, two other couples in there. That I could tell. Was it two other couples or just two people? Two other couples, because there was one couple down the very first row. Mm-hmm. And then oh. there was a couple on the row below us. Gotcha. Yeah, because, I mean, I... I really haven't looked at like you know numbers or or whatever. I mean, I know everyone and their mom is going is watching that Dunkirk, but I don't I, I don't know if this movie is doing okay or if people are watching it. And, I mean, because really, just you know, from the the reviews I've been exposed to, and the consensus is you know it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's a it's a solid B. You know, which I mean. Is, is solid enough to watch and recommend. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd like to watch it again. Um, just not right yet. I could live with the sequel. Right. You know. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, I mean, again, she's great. She's freaking great. She's, uh, and, and, and I think, and, and it's interesting because, like, I, I've heard, um, heard of a lot of comparisons to like oh well she's the female James Bond or you know and, and that doesn't even make sense and I think it's because people don't know how to articulate how they feel or something because like it's it's not Jason Bourne it's not James Bond it's not even John Wick it's its own thing and that's why I dug about it um I mean the thing that I thought I mean I mean my favorite part of the uh, the whole thing was the uh, like the, the staircase apartment fight because she's skilled but she's not invincible right and you don't see James Bond Jason Bourne or even John Wick you know getting you know like getting beat the hell yeah. up and I really like that they portrayed that I mean like you know like her eye is fucked up the whole rest of the movie and again, she's female, so we're vulnerable to certain things, mm -hmm. whether we like to believe it or not, no matter how bulked up or ready to be up. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I like that it didn't have the the indestructible slickness that I guess I've gotten, I mean, like, I mean, you, you look at, like, say, John Wick, and everything is all just fluid, and, and that's what I love about it. I mean, I love those movies. I mean, everything's just so slick. And even the same thing with, like, say, Jason Bourne, where it's, you know, the, the fast-moving hand-to-hand combat and all that. But it's all it's all very slick and polished, and I liked that this was just so visceral and dirty. Um, I really liked the gag they did this. But it also could be the, the people, the actors also, in this sense, because, again, Kino Reeves, uh, it's very slick anyways, and, and Matrix, things like that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, he, can't, he can get to those kind of moods, maybe she just couldn't want Yeah. Him. but I don't think so, I think it was pretty much, no, we want you to be rough. Yeah, I, I agree with you, I, I, think that, I think that's an artistic choice. Mm -hmm. What do you think the odds are that they actually do bring us like another 
Great, thank you. You don't think so? They'll be all together now. Ah, well, yeah, yeah. Now that now that we've devoured Plus all some those. more what, that's what I was saying. It's like I think they'll bring out a plate with all three things on it, including more mozzarella sticks. We'll see. Super oh, how did bring that out? Yeah. Oh, I think they figured it out. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're gonna take you to happy hour jail, lucky. Mm -hmm. You guys had mozzarella, not separate. We had it with Wait, the, in the in the combo. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, okay, no worries. We're sorry. Oh, I didn't even think about it. But we enjoyed it, so thank you. So we didn't think anything of it. Yeah, just thought they were like coming out in stages or something. So yeah, so it's, um, that would be interesting if they're comparing her to like James Bond because that's hardly any kind of a comparison. Well, it's dumb. I mean, and, and that's that. I think that's like uh, I, I don't remember if it's like on a website or on a TV commercial or something where it's like you know Charlie's there on is the female James Bond and it's like no. I mean that's. That's I think that's a disservice to her performance, right? Because then that just means she's just copying something. You know, same thing with the comparisons to Jason Bourne and John Wick. It's like no, it's a, it's its own thing. Right. You know, she's her own character, and and honestly, I think just as iconic as that. Oh yeah, I think. I so. mean, I like that. I mean, I I like the look. I mean, like like the the fashion and the look and um yeah no it's. I just think it's cool. And good God, the camera likes her. Because, I mean, they're just, where, like, there are times where that camera just hangs off. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, just even, like, the things where it's just the only thing happening in the frame is just, like, her eyes are moving just, like, you know. And it's, it's just riveting. I, uh, but, you know, I mean, you talk about the, the 80s aesthetic. I really liked, you know, what they did with, like, the neon, like, the, the pinks and the blues and, the, and just the lighting. I just thought that was, uh, thought that was really cool. Yeah, really cool. So if they were to do a sequel, do you want to see stories that take place before this one, like, earlier in the 80s? No. So, so you want to see Atomic Blonde in the 90s then? Yeah. Be kind of cool. Everybody running around in hammer pants and, and whatnot. We'll see, because, you know, as, as you transition, so, like, they kind of closed out the movie with uh, Under Pressure. You know, you, you can start off the movie with uh, with Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. You know, it's the same riff, and, you know, you know kind of as just an exclamation point. Okay, so we're in the 90s now. Um, you wouldn't bring in the cell phones. Right? And not the Atari games. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. Do, 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 do. Playing it on Commodore 64 or whatever the hell that was. That was pretty neat. But yeah, no, it was a fun movie. Not, um, again, not, not the movie of the summer. And, and really, I'm kind of surprised that they put it out in the summer. You know, it being R-rated and, I mean, I mean. The, more wintertime. Yeah, oh, yeah. In like September, October, November. November. Ooh, November would be a good one. 
Um, because, I mean, they, they've figured out the code of, like, February and stuff. You know, February is when you get, like, your John Wicks and, and your Logans and, and your things like that. You know, you're kind of... You're not doing Logan anymore. <laughs> you never know. Oh, wait a minute. Anybody that watched that movie doesn't. Never mind. I know. <laughs> but yet there's a movie called Logan Lucky. What the hell's that all about? <laughs> you heard of that? Yeah, I saw it. There's a the, giant standee yeah. for it, and I'm like... I saw oh. one of the um, it's got like posters. It's got I like got together with Logan. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that, that's your ship name? It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're not... Old people are very creative. It's like our ship name is Logan Lucky. Yep. Because yeah, like the, the, them big brother kids have like the their stupid relationship names. Yeah. It's stupid. And there's still a few movies left for Mrs. Mad and I to go see this summer, so look forward to more of that in future shows. Speaking of summer, the pioneers of nerd rock Kirby Crackle from right here in Seattle have just released X-Men Pool Party, their new summer single for 2017. Frontman and friend of the show Kyle Stevens describes the song as inspired by the famous Jim Lee splash page from the comics in the early 90s, X-Men Pool Party was written to inspire memories of growing up as a comic book and X-Men fan and the desire to exist in the same world with some of my favorite characters. I turn the page It's what you do After saving all of outer space You take a breath Grab your suit, let the music play And everybody's singing I wanna go to an X-Men pool party I wanna feel good under the sun I wanna hang out with Alex Summers It's got Summers And everybody's Grab a hoodie for the beach Jubilees making lights for 4th of July Reading late in my bedroom I wished we could be friends Waiting for my powers to arrive And I still am I still am Cause everybody's singing I wanna go to an X-Men pool party I wanna feel good under the sun I wanna hang out without summers It's got summers in the summer with Wolverine and then on the court for it with one one I wanna go to an X-Men pool party I can't imagine that it's fine
to an X-Men pool party. I wanna feel good under the sun. I wanna hang out with Alex Summers and Scott Summers in the summer. Pop a beer with Wolverine. Yeah, I'm on the go for a quick one one. I wanna go to an X-Men pool party. I can't imagine not to surprise you. I wanna go to an X-Men pool party. That was X-Men Pool Party, the latest from Seattle nerd rocker's Kirby Crackle. That song is now available for download at Kirby Crackle's Bandcamp page and on their website, kirbycracklemusic.com. I've interviewed Kyle a few times for KGRG. You can go back and check those out and more um, in my interviews playlist on my SoundCloud and further back in this feed. And finally... The reboot that exactly nobody asked for. This November, Bruce Willis stars in Death Wish, an update of the 1974 revenge-fueled cult classic, uh, famously starring Charles Bronson, directed by Eli Roth. Here's a little bit of that. You got caught in some crossfire? The ice cream man done it. The ice cream man? Can't walk to school if you don't work for him. Who are you? The last customer. You're not a cop! Somebody has to do it! You're cocked, locked, and ready to rock. I'll say. They called him a guardian angel. He saved my life. You look much better getting out, socializing. Mm. Not so much. Well, whatever you're doing, keep it up. <laughs> okay, I will. Okay, here's the deal. I want to hear what you think about this. Because what I'm seeing on my Twitter feed is... um. How shall we say divided? A little divisive. Uh, People with strong opinions about this movie um, on both sides of uh, the political spectrum. I didn't realize a revenge movie could uh, get so uh, political, but I've heard this movie being called uh, nakedly fascist and um, alt-right. Um, likewise, I've seen that it looks like a fun and unapologetic shoot 'em up full of violence and gore, which, you know what? I'm a fan of. I, uh, I love violent movies. Um, but I don't know. And I'm no social justice warrior myself, but I just think it might be a little tone deaf to have Bruce Willis running around in a hoodie murdering people in the street. And it made me a little squirrely that they used ACDC's Black, Back in Black. I just, 
I don't know if that's on the nose or just somebody being tone deaf, but that one, that one kind of made me wince a little bit. Maybe I'm just a melty snowflake after all. Um, your mileage may vary. Let me know um, on Twitter at Mike Seibert Radio and uh, send your angry emails to uh, Mike Seibert Radio at gmail.com. Anyhow, this uh, this reboot makes me feel like poor aging Charles Bronson in uh, in Death Wish Nine. I wish I was dead. Hey. Yeah, I I just can't with Bruce Willis anymore. I just um just not feeling it. And that's the show for this week. Um, coming up in future episodes, I have a handful of vintage Mike and Mickey After Dark uh, shows and episodes that never got uploaded from last year. Plus, I've been in touch with a few other podcasters that might be interested in doing some co-hosting with me. We'll see. And there's some other ideas that I'm kicking around, too, and might even kick the dust off of some of my uh, old segments. You might see the return of the Weekend Roundup, Today in Geek History, and some of your favorites uh, that carried over from my radio show which would be kind of weird because I think um, Elijah and Desmond are doing the same things on the Monday Project. So, you know, I, I think there may be a thing where there's like, you know how you'll have two bands both calling themselves Third Eye Blind running around or um, or Foreigner or whatever, where like the lead singer goes off and does his own thing. This might be one of those things, and there may be some cross-ups on segments, uh, but we'll see how that goes. Um, if you want to connect with me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Send your fan mail to MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. And until next time, make good choices. Damn, I missed that.